It all started in a small North Carolina pharmacy in 1893. The pharmacy, as most did at the time, also had soda fountains. And the pharmacist, Caleb Bradham, again, like most did at the time, created his own soda flavors for the soda fountains. One creation he called Brad's Drink became so popular that it eventually took over his business and would later become known as Pepsi. Now, some stories I've read say that Caleb created Brad's Drink hoping to capitalize on the popularity of Coke, which had come out almost a decade earlier. Some stories say it just kind of happened. So who really knows and does it really matter? Whatever the reason for the creation of Pepsi, the fact is that people liked it. And within 10 years of its invention, Caleb was selling it to other pharmacies and vendors around North Carolina, and it became so popular, in fact, that he trademarked the name and incorporated the company. By the end of the first decade of the 1900s, Caleb was selling Pepsi in 24 states. Originally, Pepsi, which Caleb changed the name to after the drink started to gain in popularity, was marketed as a digestive aid, the slogan being exhilarating, invigorating, aids digestion. This aiding of digestion is actually where Pepsi gets its name, from dyspepsia, meaning indigestion. This all changed in 1913 when Pepsi made a shift in its marketing that would stick with it for decades. The company started hiring celebrities to promote it. The first was a famous race car driver who said, Drink Pepsi Cola. It will satisfy you. Pretty straightforward. Things were really going well for Caleb and Pepsi until World War I. The war saw control put in place on the price of sugar, which was all well and good. But after the war, the controls were removed and the price of sugar went from 6.65 cents per pound to 22.5 cents per pound. Caleb tried to use other sweeteners, but all of them left a taste, the taste of Pepsi lacking. This led to the bankruptcy of Pepsi-Cola Company in 1923. Now, one article I read says that Caleb had actually bought and stored tons of sugar when the prices were at its height, thinking that he could resell it at a profit. But as sugar production ramped back up in Europe from sugar beets, after the war ended, the price of sugar collapsed, leaving Caleb and PepsiCo overextended and holding on to a massive inventory of sugar that would never see a return on investment. Now, over the next decade after the bankruptcy, uh, Pepsi was passed around from investor to investor until Charles G. Guth, might be Guth, I don't know, president of Loft Candy Co. bought Pepsi and all its holdings for $30,000 in 1923, which is about the equivalent of $450,000 today. A steal at either price. Guth formulated, changed the formulation of Pepsi and changed the bottle size from 6 to 12 ounces, but kept the price at 5 cents. This led to a massively successful marketing campaign, quote, twice as much for a nickel. Coke was still selling the six-ounce bottle for a nickel, so you were getting twice as much Pepsi for the same price. This led to a resurgence in Pepsi's popularity, and for the first time, it actually rivaled Coke. Within another 20 years, Pepsi would be neck and neck with Coke for the number one cola position. Now, over the years, PepsiCo has diversified its portfolio, which started with the merger of Pepsi-Cola Company and Frito-Lays in 1964, creating what is now PepsiCo. They also now own Mountain Dew, Gatorade, Tropicana, 7-Up, Lipton Tea, Quaker Foods and Snacks, and plenty more brands. Today, the company that sold for the equivalent of about $450,000 is worth over $155.9 billion. I would say that's a pretty good return on investment. 
And there it is. I'm Chef Ben. This is Food in 5. And this has been the brief history of PepsiCo. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly. And, of course, on Facebook at Ben Kelly Cooks. And you can like the podcast. You can, should, you can and should subscribe to it if you're listening to it and you haven't subscribed to it. What's the deal, guys? Come on. Uh, and you could share it, tell your friends about it, do whatever you want. It's all for you. And I appreciate you listening, and I want to say thank you. And I will be back tomorrow with another fantastic episode of Food and Five. Tomorrow's Friday, so that'll be a fun day. I don't know what I'm going to write about, but it'll be something cool, I'm sure. Anyway, have a great Thursday, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the episode, and I will talk to you soon.